Welcome to As Luck Would Have It. My name is Abby and I am the admin and comms worker here at Leichhardt Uniting. We are a church based on Gadigal and Wongal land here in Sydney, Australia. You'll find us at Leichhardt Uniting Church-LUC on Facebook. Sermons are on YouTube under the same name and you can find out more information about our church and our team at leichhardtuniting.org.au. In this episode of As Luck Would Have It, Hannah Power is preaching on loving persistence from Luke 18, 1-8, in a sermon originally preached in October 2022. I will be providing the reading ahead of the sermon. This is the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 1-8, to from the New Revised Standard Version. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my accuser. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice, so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust just judge says and will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night will he delay long in helping them I tell you he will quickly grant justice to them and yet when the son of man comes will he find faith on earth thus ends the reading please enjoy the following sermon well it's quite the scene that gets painted for us in this parable today there's a bothering widow whose accuser we don't really get told anything about. There's an unjust judge who admits to having no respect for anyone. And in a turn of events that despite some questionable motives, justice somehow gets granted in the end. At first reading, this story can seem like a bit of a farce. And then it all ends with Jesus asking a bit of left of field question about faith. So what's going on here? I want to offer you an artist's ideas about this scene for your consideration. This is just one artist's impression of the story, and like any artwork, it definitely has its own biases and assumptions within it. But I think a visual representation can be a helpful place for us to start thinking about what's going on here. So take a minute to look. Who can you see in the picture? What facial expressions or emotions can you notice? What can you see happening in the background? Do you think the artist is implying that anything is about to happen? We're looking at a wood engraving by John Everett Millay printed and published in 1864. It was part of a series of his illustrations of parables. It took him six years to complete 20 parable designs and they appeared reproduced in books and magazines. In the Malay engraving, we see a vulnerable woman with the odds stacked against her. Not only is the judge physically pushing her away, a guard is dragging her from behind and the judge's associates are all sort of glaring and muttering. 
And it's all taking place against a formal, intimidating, courtroom-esque backdrop. The widow's facial expression might look mild and submissive in Malay's impression. Her hands are begging in a prayer-like manner. But the artist also makes it clear that her actions are insistent. In fact, the title of the artwork is The Unjust Judge and the Importunate Widow, meaning persistent to the point of annoyance. She isn't asking nicely or going through the proper process. She's bothering, imploring, and unrelenting. So when we read this parable and consider that it's premised in Luke as being about the need to pray always and not lose heart, and then look at this type of scene it paints for us, what kind of prayer is it talking about? Is it saying God is like an authoritative man, like the judge we saw in the image, with the power to decide our fate? Is it saying that we're like desperate women who have to nag and nag or pray and pray because it might eventually be enough to wear down God into a change of mind? Is it saying that it's really hard work to get God's attention? I don't think so. I think Jesus is pointing out that even in a messed up system with lazy people, self-centred motivations, power imbalances and all the struggle pushed onto the most vulnerable people, we still sometimes see small wins for justice. I think Jesus is saying, what you see happening around here isn't the way I do things. This isn't my system or my idea of justice. The parable is pointing out if even someone like the judge can bring about justice, think about what a just God would do on your behalf. Jesus uses stark comparison against the judge's approach and motivations to reinforce this contrast when he says, will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. Perhaps Jesus is pointing out how much more God cares about justice than some of the people in society we might have been told to see as authorities on the matter. In a passage of contrasts, we also see Jesus point out a possible definition of justice using this comparison method. If the unjust judge has not fear for God or respect for anyone, then we are left to infer that to be just is to fear God and respect everyone. And all this is reassuring, until I find myself thinking, yes, but where is this justice? Surely if the way God operates is nothing like this judge, and there have been generations of faithful prayers for justice, then everything has been fixed by now, in a timely, convenient manner. Obviously not. In case you were wondering if the persistent scene in this parable was still relevant today, I opened my news app the other week and three of the top stories were the family of a woman murdered by her partner who waited 40 years for him to be tried and found guilty, a public figure trying to get police to take action against her childhood abuser who continued to harass her online, 
and a stolen generation's class action seeking compensation for more than 1,700 family members. The woman in the parable says, grant me justice against my accuser. There are no details of her situation given. But maybe Jesus knew that this parable's audience, us included, wouldn't need a specific explanation of this injustice for the story to still resonate. And despite our prayers, we would still have plenty of public and personal reference points for this type of injustice. So where does this leave those of us praying for justice today? Maybe in the same way the parable explains God is not like the judge, this passage is also pointing out what prayer is not. Prayer and anticipation is not begging with no answer. It's not one-sided or continually going unheard. It's not a daily burden like the widow chasing down the judge would have been. Prayer itself is an act of participation in God's kingdom. Prayer can be communal yearning for change. Prayer is conversation and connection. I also wonder if when Luke says the parable is about their need to pray always, if it's not only talking about the widow. Honestly, I think in her situation, she probably was already praying, maybe along the lines of, God, give me strength to deal with this man who seems incapable of doing his job. Or maybe she was less cynical than me and her prayers were closer to, God, open this man's eyes that he might finally see my pain. I wonder if the need to pray is being pointed out for when we're feeling more like the judge than like the widow. Whenever I catch myself like the judge, asking, why should I help this person who I don't even really know? When I find myself thinking, I'll just do the thing that's easier for me. Or at times when my first consideration is, how can I make this situation work out best for myself? These are the times that I think God wants me to remember the need to pray. The times I'm acting like the judge rather than the widow. When it comes to the yearning for change, the persistence of prayer, we are often given an image of patience, especially in relation to women, as it being about sitting quietly and waiting nicely as not disturbing the way things are done or pushing an issue too far or making something a big deal. But when you find yourself, like the widow, having to navigate within a system that shows no respect for you, dealing with someone who's willing to take the easy way out at your expense, seeing people maintaining their own comfort over addressing others' basic needs, I don't think this demure, passive image of quiet patience always fits. The widow in this story is making a serious scene. She's bothering the judge every day to the point he starts to worry about what she'll do next. She shows a radical type of persistence and faith. It's gutsy, fighting against all odds, urgent and unashamed. 
I don't believe when this passage says, don't lose heart, it's saying, don't lose heart because it will all sort itself out eventually. To be honest, I'm not really a fan of the phrase, don't lose heart. In our context, I think it's said to you when they really mean, oh, that sounds hard, but I don't want to do anything practical to help you, so please just keep going. (laughs) But if it isn't just a platitude here, what is Luke saying about the need to persist? Maybe it's not all about us. If we can sometimes be like the judge, maybe it's worth considering what aspects of God are revealed through the widow. There is something of God's persistence to be revealed to us in this parable. It's the type of loving persistence that shows up every day like the widow. Persistence that values justice and won't give up even in the most dire of circumstances. Persistence that is only possible when it stems from a deep, unconditional love. It's the type of faith and love Jesus is talking about when he asks at the end of the passage, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? And it's also the type of persistent love and faith I see reflected in this community and congregation. In the way you continue to show up for one another, more than just at 10am on a Sunday. In the way you persistently seek out God, even if you've not always been welcomed by parts of the broader community. In the way you determinedly protest for justice and accept and value each other as individuals. I see here the kind of tireless, patient love that gets people through lockdowns and sickness and grief and builds relationships and forms bonds. I hope that part of you can see how the persistent love of God is reflected in your own actions and faith and be reassured that this love you have for others stems from the same great love God has for you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of As Luck Would Have It, proudly presented by Leichhardt Uniting Church. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe and feel free to leave a rating or review. And you can also visit our website and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Have a great day.